2: Americana and Swiss Alps Soul. We talked to Bell House and Indiana Grace. It's music Friday live, and this is gonna be a really, really interesting program, so don't go anywhere. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of the world, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, which is a global platform for musicians, fans, and the music industry. And by my San Felipe dot com, which is your source of a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. Why not today you email in your questions and comments to MusicFridayLive live at gmail dot com. We're not taking calls in today. It's a little technical thing that my engineer has not explained to me yet, but uh Maybe we will later in the show. I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates who are going to hear us later today. And to those of you listening to us on Stitcher and on iTunes and also who will hear us tonight in London on the Artist Echoes Network. So if you're listening live and you have questions or, or comments, uh, email in. Uh, if you are listening on a podcast or a rebroadcast, email your questions in to musicfridaylive.com, and we'll forward them to our guests so they can pl- reply directly to you. Well, first of all, let me warn everybody, I have a little bit of a hangover of a cold, so once in a while, I may have to cough. Now, we have a little red button on the microphone that's called the cough button, and I will push it when I cough so you don't have to endure that, but it makes it sound like I've disappeared. I haven't. I'm here, and I'll be back in a second or two. In fact, here it comes. Now, that wasn't so bad, was it? Well, When we had Bellhouse on Music Friday Live in June of last year, they called themselves an emerging indie string Americana band. Well, they were more than emerging last year, and they have definitely emerged this year with two hot singles, one hot single I know of released this month, maybe two, they'll tell me in a minute, and a Dynamite album set to drop January 20th of next year, which is not that far away. Formed in 2013 and currently based in Brooklyn, Bellhouse is in between down-home roots music and intellectual folk rock. They capture the American folk rock spirit with strong female-led vocals and addictive rhythms that bring back the 60s, but they're as current as any band out there today. Bellhouse delivers a sound that embraces genres from Celtic, traditional, Appalachian, folk revival, soul, mote noun, and even a bit of rock. And best of all, two of the band members are here with us today, and they're letting us have a peek at their new album. Sarah Elizabeth Haynes and Jess T. Clinton, welcome back. It's so good to talk to you again.
3: Thanks so much for having us. Thank you for having us.
2: Uh, just so our, our audience knows who's who, Jess, say hello.
3: Hi, I'm Jess.
2: Okay. And, and I'm Sarah. Sarah.
3: Sarah.
2: Okay, <laughs> all right. And Jess, you're in Brooklyn and uh is that right?
3: Yes, that's correct.
2: And Sarah, you're in Florida?
3: I'm currently in Miami,
2: yeah. In Miami. Okay. Are you always yeah. that far
4: apart? No.
3: No. Uh just I've been gone on the road for uh for a couple weeks now, but I'm coming I'm coming home in two weeks. So Okay. I'm glad I miss her.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and you're soaking up the sunshine, too, I'll bet. Well, uh, you are going to release a new album on January 20th. It's called Capsize. Now, have you been working on this album since last time we talked?
3: Um, In some capacity. uh, Some of the
5: songs have been around and have been in our repertoire for a little while. Um, But we also have quite a bit of new material that was written, you know, just before we went into the studio and also brought in by a new songwriter, uh, Mackenzie Shivers, who joined the band last year. Um, So it's kind of this nice mix of things that have been around for a while and have evolved and, and then kind of a new, more current version of us as well.
2: Well, we have, uh, we have the album. Thank you very much for a little peek at it. And we're going, we're going to give our audience little samples. So here is the title song, Capsized. I, I could listen to that all day long. In fact, I did yesterday. Um, who, who's mm. singing on that?
5: That's me. This is Jess. That's Jess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right. The the other element of that song that resonates so beautifully is the viola. And I assume that you, Sarah, on the viola. Is that right?
3: Yeah. There's actually, there's like a, a choir of me on that song. There's I, I um, arranged this little like four-part viola Thing, and so it kind of, yeah, <laughs> it's a funny yeah.
2: moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really better than an interesting Sarah. Sarah, is a choir sound. Sarah. <laughs> it's a exactly. choir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious about the title for for a band as successful as Bell House, uh, The word capsize seems like an unusual title. Now I understand the lines, <laughs> lines that uh, even though there are ways to go that we could say we're wise, I'd rather with you float capsized, and that's pure poetry but why kept Um
5: so I mean the I guess the practical explanation would be that you know it comes it comes from the song. This is a song that's been around for for a while. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I wrote it um a few years ago after a pretty painful uh separation with somebody that I was coming to terms with it just wasn't going to go to work out with. Um but the beautiful thing I think about this song is that it kind of has reinvented itself. And, um, and I think it's also, it's now appropriate kind of going into what I think a lot of people consider to be kind of an unknown period of time and a lot of confusing, conflicting elements out there in the world right now. Um, we but also, it is, um, yeah, we to talked
3: as a band, we talked as a band a little bit about this and how appropriate we felt the, um, the title was just because like, the band has kind of had a turnover in the past year or so and um and in a po- in a very positive way and i think that you know it capsized it's not yeah we didn't really consider it like a it's not a bad thing it's in fact kind of a lovely um rebirth in
6: a okay, way. All right.
2: All bands go through turnover except the Beatles mm-hmm. and the Stones, and even they did uh, initially, mm-hmm. so nothing wrong with that. Uh, we're talking with uh, Sarah Elizabeth Haynes and Jess T. Clinton of the New York-based Americana Group, Bellhouse. You can talk with them, but we only have email right now, so email us at m- at gmail.com. Um, well, we have another song I, I, I want to play, and this one is going to be released on, I believe, the 16th of January. Is that correct? It's Snow? Six, uh, uh, December. December, 16th right. 16th of December, December, yes. Sorry. Right, and, uh, uh, yeah. what you, and appropriately, it's titled uh, Snow, um, and it's equally addictive. And I think that McKinsey wrote this one. Here we go. This is McKenzie. Snow. Mm-hmm.
1: Use the shield before
2: Even though I'm a Southern Californian, I very much appreciate the lines, but winter makes me hard, keeps me strong, build a better life away from it all, past the city beams, city screams, where we lost it all. Now, there are many photographs of the band or members of it in the snow, so am I hearing as much a yearning for a clean, white, frosted countryside as I am a cry of uh, loss? (laughs)
5: Um, I'm I'm sure actually there's uh, Mackenzie Shivers who is the the newest uh, songwriter in the band who has a wonderful solo arsenal and and career as well um, brought this song to us for the new album and she is from uh, she's from a warm place like I am she's from Tampa, Florida originally and so I think that she, she and her husband have been settled here in New York for a while so I think it's kind of a a love song to that while also exploring the fact that there's, you know, winter can be a bit of a bleaker time when you might feel the need to really hold on and pull those in who you're close to.
2: Okay. Uh, And then she's called shiver. So I guess it all fits together. (laughs) Uh, And she's in Ireland right now. What?
3: Oh yes, she is. She'll be the first to admit that she actually really can't stand the heat. So (laughs) um, it is is truly a love song to, to snow, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, I'm glad that um, some of you appreciate the snow. That means that people like me don't have to, because I can't stand the cold. Right? Well, she's, she's in Ireland right now, which is why we're not talking with her. Is she going to be bringing back some new uh, Celtic material?
5: I hope we so. Yeah, we hope so. She's uh, she's definitely steeped in it, and we're all we're all really big fans of it. And she. Um, yeah, she she definitely loves Ireland and loves Celtic music, and it just really flows through what she does really beautifully. So, so yeah, we're, we're happy she's there, and we're happy she's coming back, too.
2: <laughs> well, there's um, uh, a, a lot of Celtic feel in your music. In fact, there's a, a song on the upcoming album, uh, actually a song you've released uh, as a single, that the two of you wrote. And I'm going to give an extended play to it because um, it's so powerful and it does have uh, that kind of Celtic feel to it. This is Devil's Sound. get it out of your mind it's so powerful <laughs> and it's so urgent and the li- the lyrics in it um, cowards grayer than coal smolder in sorrow and miscreant foals uh, what drugs were you using when you wrote that
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, coffee strong coffee yeah, well, <laughs> <Okay. fine. laughs> now there's
2: something special about the version I just played isn't there
5: yes yeah, the version um the version you just heard is uh what you'd call the album version. And the single version out now picks up kind of where the guitar comes in where you'd more kinda of typically start the melodic or, you know, what you'd think of as the song. So mm-hmm. the instrumental kind of Cacophony and ambience is 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 something that's going to come out um, on the album on January twentieth. So we're excited to preview it for people though because it was a lot of fun to make. Yeah, kind yeah. of like a
3: transitional moment from the last song into into uh, that song.
2: Right, which yeah, was really actually. fun
5: to
3: play in the studio.
5: <laughs> yeah, capsize into that. It was great. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: what, what was that done in the first take or did you have to do some more?
3: I think, I we, think did we did, like, three takes, and then we chose the one we liked the most. And yeah, we could have have kept been doing, doing do. that all day. I think we had to
2: cut yeah. ourselves off, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got some emails. We got, <coughs> we got people in here who obviously have been looking at your website because Billy in Hollywood uh, wants to know um, what's the date of your gig at the hotel cafe and what room will you be in?
5: So our gig, uh, we will be at the Hotel Cafe on January 21st. It's the day after the album comes out. We will have it for sale with us there, and we will be on the second stage. And so we'll be there uh, January 21st, uh, second stage at 8 p.m., and uh, we are following a really amazing songwriter named uh, Ali T- Tadros, who will be uh, playing there as well, who we're friends with, and she's just amazing. She's, yeah, so I highly... she's
3: amazing. She's playing yeah. at seven, and then we're going to yeah. play right after her. So I highly recommend that you
5: that you get there at, at seven o'clock and uh,
3: take in the both of us, because uh, uh, yeah, she's, she's just actually a, also yeah. releasing an album. She's also right, releasing yeah. her album, *Hungry Ghosts*. So I think it's like around the same okay. time. It'll, It'll be, be a time. fun show. It'll be
2: a great so time. Is, yeah. Is the the whole band going to be there? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. All six of us are going to be. This is the, um, the first time we get to bring the whole band to Los Angeles. Very absolutely. Absolutely, yeah
6: mm-hmm. it' yeah. Very interesting.
2: exciting to see all six of you on the second stage at the Hotel Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah.
3: We did discuss <laughs> that with I, them. They were like, it should, it should work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's well,
2: intimate. Does. Uh, um, I've seen uh, a, a group that large uh, on as large as you are on that stage. And uh, at the time there were members of the audience who were actually uh, holding the music stands and the microphones for the lead singer.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: okay. uh-huh.
3: right. Well, we might have to enlist some help then. Yes.
5: When yeah, the band well, and the <laughs> crowd kind of like merge by osmosis, just from lack of <laughs> space, it's a special moment.
2: Uh, well, speaking of appearances, uh, <coughs> Gorson in Tampa, says if Sarah's in Florida, will you ever play down here? I think you'd be great at Disney World. <laughs> wow!
3: Well,
5: if you know anyone, Why please not? please send them no, our contact would,
3: information. We <laughs> have been talking. We have been talking about trying to come down to Florida. I mean, that's Miami. Uh, I mean, uh, Mackenzie is from Tampa, so we've definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, We've talked about coming I have, um, I have some friends in Sarasota I have some friends in, in Miami So it would be nice yeah. to be able to come down To,
5: to visit definitely. here
3: We, the
5: we hope to do that in 2017 And it will all be on our, our website And social media we're, we're good about posting about that stuff So uh, if you follow us and, online You can be informed
2: And your website is?
5: Our website is uh, bellhousetheband.com
2: Okay, bellhousetheband.com. Everybody should uh, mm-hmm. log on to it after the show. And uh, do you have a newsletter people can sign up for? We, we do.
3: have a mailing list, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, All I right. believe that you
5: can sign up for it um, on the website. If not, you're welcome to email us directly at bellhousetheband at gmail.com. And we will put you, we will gladly put you on the mailing list and, uh, and okay. keep you in touch.
2: All right. I I recommend everybody do that. It's one of the best ways there is to to keep track of bands you love, and this is a band you will definitely love. Uh, Roxy in Bed-Stuy, which I think is in New York, um, Mm -hmm. wants to know, are you going to have a release party uh, in Brooklyn? And I guess you haven't planned that yet, have you? We absolutely will.
5: Um, Yeah, unfortunately we have not uh, secured a total date for it. That's one of the downfalls of having – a six person band is is uh is band member scheduling <laughs> but but we we want to make sure that it's a, a time when each and every one of us is there and can and can talk to everybody and that it's going to be great so it's definitely in the works
3: we're um, hoping to do a show in february i think
5: is the is right, the yeah, goal probably around the beginning of february so it'll be nice right. and chilly and you can come in from the cold and uh and party it up with us so that'll be a lot of fun <laughs>
2: Okay, Roxy, that's another reason for you to go to their website and uh, sign up for their uh, newsletter and get on their mailing list because they'll tell you when and where. And I guess Bed Stuy is close to Brooklyn. I don't know, is it? You know, it is in, in Brooklyn.
5: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Is in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, okay. it's a great, it's a beautiful neighborhood. And um, and we play in it right now is a little exceptional just because it's so close to the holidays and um. And so it's a little bit of a, an unusual time of year. But we usually play in the New York area, in Brooklyn or Manhattan, um, I'd say at least once a month during the rest of the mm-hmm. year. About so um, this show will definitely be special. The one is um, probably in early February coming for to celebrate the release of the album. But, um, yeah, if you come and check that out and want to come back and see us again, we're, we're playing around the New York area all the time. So
2: Okay. All right. Well, everybody in the New York area, go to their website. Sign up for their newsletter. Give them your get on the uh, the uh, mailing list. Well, we have another song to pre- preview from the album, but before we do that, um, I know you're launching this album here in California at NAMM, and uh, I want to say congratulations. That's a very big deal. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, we're listeners... we're
3: really really excited to be mm-hmm. able to do the showcase there.
2: Well, for our listeners who don't know, Nam Nam stands for the National Association of, of Music Merchandisers. It's the annual gathering of everybody in the music industry from around the world. Over a hundred thousand people show up at the Anaheim Convention Center across from Disneyland. It is the biggest showcase in the world. So people kill to have their bands there. And not only are you going to be there, but you're going to be on the main stage. So congratulations. That's uh, that's uh, Thank you. really a- a a big deal and after nam um and you play at the hotel cafe uh, and then you're going back and putting together more shows in new york is that right
5: yes absolutely yeah
2: all right well uh, again people should go to your website sign up on the mailing list now um we have an agenda here and our agenda is to play another sample of the upcoming album and this is midnight road to nowhere talk there
3: yeah sorry yeah, that, that happens
2: it's okay um <laughs> we could spend an hour talking about that that particular song especially the lines I think a simple life might suit me better I like a simple life fine with six people in a in a band I I don't think you have a simple life do you no
5: <laughs> no There's not in not New York that. City anyway yeah
2: so, so so this is a song of longing huh
5: It is. I I wrote this. I'm I'm uh, anyone who knows me well knows how much I love the outdoors and how often I talk about someday escaping the city and kind of going off and, you know, building a house somewhere. And it's a bit of a a love poem for me to that. But um, I try, you know, every song I write, I want to really have a, a universal message that's accessible to to people that aren't are not just me. And I think it's uh, the when we when we belt out that chorus together, it's pretty powerful. And I think it's it can be a very universal feeling that we're all way too caught up in too many things, (laughs) and uh, we're too busy to live, too busy to live life. So,
2: well, I I I think you really hit the nail on the head head with that. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, we are out of time, so. uh, Folks are just going to have to buy the album uh, to hear the, the whole song and to experience your longing for the, a simple life in the outdoors. doors. Jess and Sarah, thank you so much for being with us today. It's really a pleasure to have you back on the air. Thank you so
5: thank much for you. having us, Patrick. We really appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Yeah, we had a great time.
2: Thank you. Uh, and before, before you go, once again, remind people of your website and how best they can get your music.
5: Okay, our website is bellhousetheband.com, B-E-L-L-E-H-O-U-S-E is all one word. That's how we spell our name. Um, you can go there. Also, you can find us on Facebook. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, our Bandcamp um is uh, bellhouse.bandcamp.com, and actually um, this week we are offering the single Devil's Sound, which we just released uh, as a free download or as a pay-what-you-will download. Mm-hmm. So anybody who might be interested in that can go to our Bandcamp website and uh, and download the single. Wow. Yep, and you can find our contact information through through Bandcamp or
5: uh, through our website, and feel free to reach out to us directly, uh, bellhousetheband at gmail.com, and we will put you on the mailing list.
2: Okay, all right. And for my Southern California listeners, don't forget they're going to be at the Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. Um, Get tickets in advance. It's going to be a sellout. Thanks again to Sarah and Jess and to B Brooks who shot the great pictures of them on the website and on the Twitter feed. We have to take a quick break right now and waiting in the wings is a really astonishing talent. Indiana Grace is going to be with her. But first of all, uh, I need to let you hear a little bit about our broadcast partner World Arts.
1: WorldArts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At world Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. at World Arts, it's all about the music.
2: You know, we're we're at World Arts, and you should be too, and it's free. Just sign up right there on their website, and it's a whole new world of music for for you, and and we love it. And we actually go to some of the concerts there, and we held our – our launch party at World Arts, uh, their venue in Culver City, and it was one of the best we've ever had. Anyway, we're back, as you, ca- as you could tell. We're back here at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and uh, we'd like to hear from you. Today, it's email only. No phone calls. Sorry, we have a little technical uh, problem. So, but um, we'll read your email on, uh, on the air. Before our next guest, however, we are going to take a quick little trip to Mexico.
7: Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja, California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortes with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www dot vacation dot com. See you in San Felipe.
2: And everybody knows that if I didn't have a cough, my voice would sound just like that, right? If you're in Southern California or Arizona, there is a fabulous vacation waiting for you, and it's only half days drive. It's in San Felipe, which is on Mexico's Sea of Cortez. And you can golf and swim and take the family clamming and fishing and tour galleries and dine on Mexico's finest seafood, which comes right out of the ocean right in front of you there. And if you want to, you can even fly an ultralight on the beach. And you can do all this while you stay in a luxury condo, a budget studio apartment, or even a private sandcastle out in the dunes. The key to this paradise is my MySanFelipeVacation.com That's my MySanFelipeVacation.com It's a place for accommodations in San Felipe and La Hacienda Beach and even in the mountainside homes in the stunning El Dorado Ranch. For a getaway weekend or a week's escape go to my MySanFelipeVacation.com and best of all if you use the code MFLA5 you get a discount. That's right. You get a discount. So that's my com, and use the discount code MFLA5, and you will get the special Music Friday Live discount. Well, Indiana Grace has a classical voice and a soulful pop sensi- sensibility. Whether it's rap or ballads, she makes them sound heart-rendering and beautiful. Indiana Grace grew up in the Swiss Alps, and she began singing and, song ri- and, and writing pop songs, uh, much, I suspect, to the surprise of her classical piano and vocal teachers. But her talent was so obvious so early that she was the first pop singer ever accepted into the prestigious school for gifted children of the performing arts in Switzerland. And then she went on to the equally prestigious Zurich University of the Arts. And it can't be denied that she makes you feel wonderful when you listen to her singing. Well, after connecting with a Swiss rapper, C-Beat, and co-producing and appearing in his first album, uh, which chops to to, uh, the charts, she headed for the famed Berklee College of Music in Boston, studying new styles of songwriting and performing. And the result of all of this is just pure beauty in sound. Her debut album is... Ready to go, and the singles "Lose Count" and "Avalanche" are out there now, and we have all of her new songs, and so we're going to preview some of them for you. But even better, we have Indiana Grace here with us. Indiana, welcome to Music Friday Live.
4: Hi, Patrick. Thank you so much,
2: Indiana. I, I can tell that this album has been a labor of love, or love lost, uh, according to the lyrics. But uh, how long <laughs> have you been working on, on it?
4: Um. It's been a while in the works. Like, I've written many songs in my life, Um, especially in Berkeley. I I used to write, like, two songs a week. So it was really choosing my favorites of those songs and finding kind of a nice balance uh, for an EP of the songs I wrote, which was not easy. It's like choosing between your babies, which ones you like the best, and each has their... (laughs) own aspects of something you like more or less, but something special to each song. So, yeah, that's how it kind of came together.
2: You know, the, the solution to that is a double album, but uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a lot of work, All right? Well, yeah. you have such a varied background, and, and you're conversant in so many styles, and uh, what made you decide to do your first album solo? No band, just you and the piano or you and the guitar. Uh, did you want to spotlight your voice in
4: this debut? Well, um if I listen to radio right now, which i I of course enjoy, I kind of miss sometimes a bit the purity um of just hearing someone's voice without all this production and all this hall and all this auto tune and everything. Something really to the core, what I miss kind of is like the music when I was growing up and what I kind of grew up on was like. Bruce Springsteen, David Gray, Emma Harris, Johnny Cash, that kind of vibe of like really soulful, powerful music that really just speaks with the voice and the lyrics and the melodies.
2: Well, it all works very well. In fact, I want to let our audience in on uh, what we're talking about. Uh, this is a single from the album. Uh, this is uh, Avalanche. I yes, a-, a avalanche is kind of an apt song for a woman who was raised in the Swiss Alps, but I know there's more <laughs> than snow there, right? It it yeah, sounds like you, you, yeah, it sounds like you you mind your own experience for those lyrics. You tell us about it.
4: Sure. Um, well, the song actually is ba- was based on a guy I met in Boston, where you know there's blizzards and snow and everything too. So I guess. The snow kind of makes me think back home, and there are like avalanches there, and skiing and snowboarding and everything. Um, but it basically talks about a relationship that's so overpowering and amazing like this first love moment where you're really just kind of overwhelmed almost and kind of forgetting your own life <coughs> a bit. But there's something beautiful there, and you know that if you can just kind of tame it down and when like all this powerfulness kind of, you know, slows down that there's something pure there and that there's something worth holding on to. Well,
2: first of all, I I lived in Boston. I, I don't think there's any avalanches there, but I get the point. No. Right?
4: <laughs> there's a uh, lot of snow though in the winter and it's very cold. <laughs> a
2: lot of snow. I remember the first time I showed up in Boston uh, for my, uh, uh, coursework at uh, mit and i arrived from los angeles and i didn't even have a coat with me i had no clue oh my god oh, yes, Claudia, you,
4: <laughs> yeah you
2: probably showed up with all the right clothes right
4: yep i was ready
2: <laughs> well you've uh you've also released another single lose count which is
4: mm-hmm. also
2: sounds pretty painful both in the lyrics and in the video so i want to play a little bit of the uh the song and then talk about both the the lyrics and the video because they're both quite striking here's loose count
1: don't your mind you'll
6: be
2: okay but it's when i see uh wow uh, losing count of the times you have cried uh, such powerful poetry and and powerful lines and I especially love the way you use your voice, not only to convey meaning, but to give the song kind of a rhythmic melody. Um, It's stunning. Did you write that?
4: I did. Um, Yeah, I wrote wrote it. I composed it. I, I do basically everything on my own songs. They're really just a part of me, a piece of me.
2: It, it, you know, it really shows, or it really sounds, you can, you can hear that, and particularly the way in, you. in which you, you modulate your voice against the piano, it's, uh, it's remarkable. Now, now, the video has you sitting yes. on a swinging platform like you're on a lonely porch swing out in the galaxy someplace, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really nice. In fact, we have an email on it here. Um, was that your idea?
4: So, um, actually, the whole concept and everything, my uh, father came up with. He, di- he directed the whole thing. He came up with the whole script and everything. Um, we, of course, ping-ponged ideas back and forth, but he's very visually talented, so he came up with this whole platform, and we actually built it and everything in the studio together.
2: Wow.
4: <laughs> so, it was have... a father-daughter, a big, big father-daughter project. Italy. It
2: sounds like it. Uh, well, Randy in San Diego has obviously looked at the video because Randy uh, says I checked out the video and how high were you swinging?
4: <laughs> it wasn't that high actually. It was just uh, I can't say meters, huh? Because we're now in, we're in America. Um, it was like three feet. It wasn't really high. It seems higher than it actually is. That's the whole. Concept
2: of it. Oh, well, whoever filmed it uh, gave uh, gave the impression that you were in uh, in outer space with that. Uh, <laughs> so, congratulations to your father, to your film crew, and um, uh, and Thanks. to uh, Randy for checking it out. Now, there's some there's some effects in in, in the video. Uh, there's a burning house, right. mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. there is a reversal of a liquid flowing over you. Um, I assume those are metaphors.
4: Yeah. I mean, the whole song kind of tries to reflect the moment of the words um, that are being sung in also imagery that's more than just me on a swing or my face. (laughs) Um, Well, The Burning House is kind of, you know, like rebuilding, renewing something that People keep saying, oh, it's not going to work out and, you know, all this negativity and kind of being like, it, redoing it and refocusing on what's important. But it kind of represents of the comments that, like, it's not going to work out and, you know, it's doomed to fail.
2: And, of course, it hasn't failed. <clears throat> it's been the opposite. You've succeeded. Um <laughs> And incidentally, I hope that that was stock footage that you didn't go out and burn a house down for the, the video. I assume no,
4: that. This is, no, this was like a little baby, actually, like a very, very special Victorian dollhouse, which we built together for weeks on end. It's like this wooden, it's a mini wooden house, but, you know, with filming and everything like that, you can make things look quite realistic. Don't want to give wow. away everything. <laughs> wow,
2: this was quite a project. Wow.
4: Yeah. Well, it was.
2: I wanted to ask you, you went to um, uh, Zurich University uh of the Arts, uh which has a world-class music program, but it's heavy, heavily classical. Did did you study voice there for pop?
4: I did. Um I it was special cuz I was um accepted to the school as the first pop musician ever, not only vocalist, but pop musician in general. So I was studying theory and harmony with the classical people, but they kind of had to specifically make some adjustments for me so I could learn like jazz, pop composition more. So it was kind of a, a weird, interesting mixture. And during those ye- years of um, studying, because I had a lot of kind of a lot of exceptions that were going on with me and the kind of figuring out, them figuring out what they can do with me a bit, but it was a great experience.
2: Did, did the, uh, the the classical students kind of envy you?
4: Oh, uh, I don't think so. I mean, it was, it was different because the teacher that was teaching was a little, not over, I wouldn't say overwhelmed, but just had to adjust. Everybody had to adjust a bit.
2: Well, the reason I ask is that there is a um, uh, quite a few classically trained singers uh, who many of whom come out of Berkeley who've gone into pop and even heavy metal Um, militia Mm -hmm. Vox, who's also uh, from a conservatory with a, with an operatic background now is the lead singer for Judith priestess. Um, Mm -hmm. And I actually just, just saw her in the Rocky horror show and I know a a number of others. So uh, I kind of wondered about the, uh, that there's well, kind of becoming a little blur between classical and opera and uh, pop these days, particularly in the metal world. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Or not. Well,
4: the the thing is with classical training in any instrument, as if it's like vocals, guitar, whatever it is, it's really the base of it all. It's the techniques mm-hmm. that you're learning. It's I also um, first started um, with classical training. I was my mother drove me in the Swiss house for a half an hour to see the only classical um, singing teacher around us. Cause I grew up in a town with less than a hundred people. <laughs> so it was just pretty, pretty tiny. Um, but it was just, especially in a younger age and I be- began with such a a young age that I really had to learn how to use my voice while Um, use it in a healthy way especially, really build it up because it's something fragile. You you can get nods, you can get all these things, all these issues. So classical singing really kind of prevented that because I really learned the basics of it all and then my love from pop kind of dipped into that at some point. I remember the first concert I had was in the Swiss Alps. Um, I chose to sing Oops I Did It Again and I remember studying with my teacher, the song, and we she operized it. It was a very interesting <laughs> sounding song from Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> the day of the show, I showed up in a little crop top and a little glitter heart on my bum, like in the video, Baby One More Time, totally idolizing to the time, good old Britney, and sang it completely the way I wanted to. And at oh. the end of the show, I remember everybody was just, you know, it's a small town. They were not really used to that much pizzazz, I would say. And it uh-huh. was quiet. And then it was like the slow clapping that turned into good clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my teacher telling me like, oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's another way to do it. Because, you know, for like months we had been practicing it really like an, an opera. So it was a, a really great experience. I have it somewhere on tape. I need to fish it out. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I, I wish there was a video of that up on YouTube. But you wouldn't Maybe do that, day, would you? I'll
4: put
2: it up. <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, speaking of, of, of other genres, um, before you moved to the U.S., you connected with the Swiss rapper C-Beat, and you co-produced right. one of his best albums ever. Um, how did you meet, and how was working with a rapper, and is that something you think you'll ever do again?
4: Good question. Um, so he, to the time where MySpace was still a thing, I had a MySpace, um, and he had found my YouTube, I believe, or because um, I had older videos that are now not there anymore, but there were older videos, and he really liked my voice and wanted to do a song with a singer. And we started writing, then we met up. He was actually from the Swiss Alps. Um, where I grew up. So um, I drove up there. Um, I took a train once up there and met him in person and everything and asked, you know, what his idea was. And we really clicked uh, musically. And one song turned into a whole album. Um, It was funny because he had all these beats that he was presenting and then we would listen to them and kind of choose our favorites. And then we talked about what the, this mood reminds of us what theme. There were different themes. There was mother love. There was kind of a club song. There was a love song, like a, more of a believing in yourself, confident kind of song. So there were really touched on many themes, the whole album, which was really a fun project that I did with him. And um, yeah, I'd be open to working with a... Uh, Wrapper again. I I really love the the project, and I in my free time I also do top lining and I work, I'm working with a producer and different writers. So it's definitely I'm not I'm not opposed to it at all.
2: Okay. We are uh, talking with Indiana Grace about her new singles and her upcoming debut album. You can talk with her, too. Only email today, unfortunately. We have a problem with the, uh, the second phone line, so you can uh, email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And actually, some of you are already. We have an email here from Marvin in San Antonio who wants to know if you've ever been to South by Southwest or do you ever plan on going?
4: Oh, well, um, have I been to South by Southwest?
7: I think you know it I,
4: I don't think so no. Okay, alright
2: <laughs> <No>, If you have <laughs> if, if been to South by Southwest um, You would know it uh, You and 50,000 okay. other people Okay <laughs> Alright, we're, we're going to uh, We're going to play a little more music here um, I'm going to play A bit of, of a song uh, The song Tightrope To give our audience a taste of the urgency That you can put in your lyrics mm-hmm. And in your voice My heart was unprotected
1: Now we fight and we shout
2: end that there is that um, use of the voice to create both rhythm and melody uh, um, did, did you is that part of classical singing to learn how to to control your voice so well and make it do multiple things at the
4: same time <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's really classical singing related I think that's just a me related thing because I really love melodies it's my like play-doh to me like i love forming it and playing with it and using textures and changing from verse to like chorus the whole rhythmic um balance of it and everything it's really something i like playing around with
2: i i love that picture melody is play-doh right <laughs> but, uh, i'm going to remember that one okay um the tightrope you sing about in that song hmm. what's the tightrope
4: the title of is The Relationship. It was a relationship I was in. As you see, I, I write a lot of love songs. <laughs> it's really basically my life. Um, I say it's my diary out loud. Um, but it was it's a song re- based on a relationship I had where I felt un- something was uncertain, something was uneasy, something wasn't quite right, and turned out it wasn't. Um, but it's all about that kind of imbalance of feeling like, something's not quite kosher here. And at the end of it, me being like, look, this is not working for me. This is just too many secrets. Something feels like my gut is telling me something's so not right. I'm just going to listen to my gut and go with it. The song of tightrope is really kind of that feeling unbalanced, not sure what's happening, kind of this uneasiness. Um, Like in Avalanche, I'm kind of just, you know, showing it, more through imagery, I guess, through a more of a concept than being like, I'm feeling uneasy, which is kind of a thing I've, I've been doing lately quite a bit.
2: Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you're uneasy quite a bit, but it really makes for great for <laughs> <No. laughs> great song material. So what
4: does the relationship and what it came and went. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Um, we're getting a little tight on time, but we do have a couple or more emails here. Um,
1: yeah. For uh, sure. Uh, Selina.
2: Selena in San Diego says, "I love your voice. Do you ever play live? And have you ever played in San Diego, or will you come down here?"
4: Oh, thank you so much. Um, I haven't played live in a, a little while just because I was focusing really on my EP, focusing on working with producers and writers out here in L.A. and really getting my feet wet. But I definitely want to start um, doing shows, and I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to San Diego. It's a beautiful place.
2: And we have an email here from Tom or Thom in Dallas, who wants to know um, how was moving to the States and particularly to LA for somebody raised in the snow?
4: <laughs> oh, actually, I love the sun. I love the heat. My parents have said you're meant to be in LA. Um, it was always a dream to be in the States and especially in Los Angeles. Um, it took me a while to get here, um, but I absolutely love it. It's so, it's so different from switzerland for sure i mean every place has its positives and negatives but la is a great place especially if you're really in love with music and want to share that with the world
2: which is why that it's known as the music capital of the world well we're almost out of time (laughs) Uh, yes but i have one more song here i want to play this is a bit by bit and forgotten
1: twice before Broken hearted, feeling hopeless I shut my door Then you came to my rescue And picked me off the ground You gave me time, burned my trust Till I came around
2: I assume that that's a song about another personal experience.
4: It is like all my songs are really about my life. It's not really anything fabricated. If something is like, you know, a little bit more saturated than the the actual story or a little change. But the, the main idea is always based on a true story I lived through. I think that's the best way I can really put the emotions in my songs because I lived through them.
2: Well, I assume that uh, that was a very important person in your life.
4: It was. It was my first big love. (laughs) 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 So it was really a song about, you know, taking it easy and really falling head over heels for someone, but really taking the time and not going straight into something head on, but really letting it grow like, it you know, and develop like a flower.
2: Well I, I love the concept that that uh your your lyrics are kind of your your diary uh sung out loud. I think uh we're all richer for it and uh, I really appreciate it very much. Um we we are running out of time, but before we do that, uh first of all, where do people find you?
4: I think the best way would go uh to be to go to my website which is Indiana grace.com, which is spelled out I-N-G-I-A-N-A, like the state, hyphen dot com And that's where you'll find all my social media, my YouTube, like everything is there. My biographies and pictures, like that's basically the whole, like, little mother motherboard of, of everything.
2: And uh, when will the new album be released? Do you have a date yet?
4: Um, There's no set date yet um, because I really just want to take my time with these two songs, really kind of get it out there. And then once I'm ready to put out the full thing and really go all out, then that will be done. But we're we're working, working on it with my PR company.
2: We'll, we'll we'll let us know uh and uh, we'll we'll let our, our listeners know and maybe bring you on for a a few minutes to to tell them about it cuz uh this is going to be as you, as everybody has heard this is going to be a wonderful album and i'm i'm looking forward to, to seeing the, the final product um, And like i say well, we're definitely all richer, I will. we're all richer for the fact that you sing your diary uh, okay <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, uh, your singles, the new singles uh, that you've released, are on Spotify and on iTunes, so people can get yeah. them there. And folks also, like Also, all this.
4: links available on my website.
2: Okay, and like she says, the best place to start is www.indiana grace.com. And from there, you can go to Facebook and to Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. And, and incidentally, don't miss the videos. Click and click the like button after, after you watch them. Well, Indiana, thank you so much for taking the time with us. This has been a, a real pleasure.
4: Thank you, Patrick. The pleasure is all mine. It was a great time. And it was, thank you for all your questions and all the great emails.
2: And that and remind everybody, once more, www.indiana-grace.com. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, blogtalkradio.com, and our radio affiliates. And also you'll hear us tonight on the uh, Artistic Artist Network in London, Facebook. Faith- Check out our Facebook page and like it and follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on all of our guests. Our producer, Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Our theme music has been kindly provided by Blame Sally. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be, if we're lucky, the great Las Cafeteras back from their sold-out nationwide tour. So check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will let you know. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. Ciao. We got to run now. They're going to throw me off the air. Bye.